0: Thank you for choosing to listen to episode number 32 of Kansas City Food Memories, where we sit down to a heartfelt and sentimental conversation with Thaddeus Stevenson's of the famous Stevenson's Restaurant. This is going to be a good one. Remember, this is a taped presentation of a live radio show, so do not call in or text in. If you do want to participate, listen in live. We are on every Saturday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Give us a call or text in if you have some uh, feedback or questions. Thank you and enjoy. Good morning. This is Robert Dunsing, and thank you for tuning in today to Kansas City Food Memories. We're live every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. to take a stroll down memory lane and talk about the good old days. We share stories about our favorite restaurants, food, people, and places from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. This show is made possible because of your support of Best Regards Bakery and Cafe. My wife, Sharon, and I absolutely love Kansas City and view this show as an extension of our bakery and restaurant. This is who we are. I first decided to call this "Can't Say Food Memories late last year as food is what binds us all together as a wonderful community. However, we've become much more than just about food here. It's also about the people and the places that help to define Kansas City. If you have not yet done so today and right now would be a good time to put this phone number into your phone, it's 913-586-7798. That is the phone line and the text line for KMBZ. So, go ahead and plug that number into it. It's 913 586 7798. And we uh, probably in about 10 minutes we will open up the phone lines. We'll entertain questions because uh, I think there's going to be a lot of questions and stories wanting to be shared with today's guest. Um, so, today's guest here today is um, he, he's going to share some inside stories about what is probably the most missed, single missed restaurant from the good old days. They had the whole package, they had great food, great tradition. It was family-run, and it had an absolutely unique atmosphere. Thaddeus Stevenson, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you very much, Robert. It is a pleasure to be here.
0: Okay, please don't pass out.
1: I- <laughs> <laughs> so, listeners,
0: if you hear a loud thunk and me talking, I'll be taking phone calls from from when he comes back. For some reason, he's a little nervous about it. But, you know, Stevenson's has the probably the number one subject that's brought upon my show is fried chicken, you know, from everybody.
1: Which is surprising because... Traditionally, when I grew up, we only served it on Sundays.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that was, but that was, and very few people fried it at home. And so, you know, whether it's Stroud's, I mean, there was, there's probably about 10 restaurants, you know, that were famous for the fried chicken. So that was, and that food, that's a food that's changed from then to now.
1: Well, if you knew anything about Stevenson's, you could get the fried chicken on the daily across the street at the Red Mule Inn Pub and Grill, which is currently the Big Biscuit, which was their first location. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so Stevenson's, so how long, um, how far back do your memories go of the Stevenson's restaurant?
1: Oh, gosh. Walking into the restaurant (laughs) saying, where's my dad? (laughs) (laughs) Where's my dad? Do you have my dad? Picking flowers outside with my mom in the summertime. Yeah, uh, Watering them, making sure that everything looked great for the customers. Did you have to work in the orchard much? You know, my mom worked in the orchard really heavily, did a lot of pruning, so she's great about pruning. Um, You should see her garden. It looks great. And uh, I spent some time out there, definitely had some, you know, school field trips out there as oh, yeah. mo- so many people in Kansas yeah. City did. Uh, but the fun thing about that was they always gave me the basket. So I got the really good apples from the top of the tree.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So like on the at Stevenson's restaurant, how many family members over the course of, say, 20 years do you think actually worked in the restaurant?
1: So I'm the youngest of four children. Okay. And of course, my parents... And we were the active family members that, you know, really worked in that location. Uh, We had family members that worked and ran the old Apple, the Stevenson's Apple Tree Inn that was up north on Mm -hmm. 529 between Fifty Six and 64th Street. Mm -hmm. We had um, an aunt of mine that ran the Red Mule Inn Pub and Grill across the street. And then an aunt of mine that ran the Stevenson's Apple Cider Mill down in Jane, Missouri, just uh, okay. on the Missouri side. Of now,
0: was there one down in Buena Vista?
1: So, the Jane, Missouri, okay. it was just across the border from uh, Bella Vista.
0: Oh, okay. All right. So, that's the same one that, okay. Yeah. So, that was considered Bella Okay. And those were all family members as well? Absolutely. All right. So, uh, so I opened up the, um, I, sent a, I sent an email to my customers. I have, I think, um Oh gosh, I know ten thousand people on my email list. Oh got, yeah, my
1: boss said something about that.
0: Oh okay, so I have um, fifteen thousand people on Facebook, and so I posted the question. He goes, "What questions or what is there that you really want to know?"
1: You said no pressure, and you keep. Oh no, there's no pressure. 15, oh, no, this thousands. is all. This is all. This
0: is really interesting. <laughs> um, okay, somebody. So I'll start with an interesting one. That's okay. not that, that you. Uh, you shouldn't be too stressed about. So, uh, do you have any stories about who possibly was haunting the restaurant?
1: Oh. Oh, my gosh. Haunting the restaurant. Let me tell you.
0: Okay, I figured there's an inside story. Here.
1: There there are stories upon stories. Okay. Oh, man. I'm not going to mention any names. No, but no, don't
0: do that. There I don't want to be
1: haunted. That uh, walked out of the lounge one night when the restaurant was completely closed. And as they left the lounge to walk downstairs toward the office, all of a sudden from the banquet rooms upstairs, they heard this what sounded like a banquet full of people just start to clap and loud, like (laughs) clap, laugh, you know, hoot and holler. And I think it was just two of them. Maybe a third person was there. If I remember the story correctly from who told me. And they just looked at each other and they darted downstairs. I have my own personal stories that yeah. I won't continue to share yeah. because, wow, I'll get, I'll get scared myself. All right,
0: that, well, th- that that question cracked me up. I remember um, just about 10 years ago I had about five employees that were in the room with me, anywhere from 18 to 23 years old. And I asked them, I said, do you believe in ghosts? They go, no, that's dumb. Ghosts don't exist. I said, oh, all right. Well, that's cool. I said, there's a bed and breakfast down in the Ozarks that's about three hours away that I could I can we can all stay there. I can rent the whole the bed and breakfast. I said, you want to go, I'll pay. Every single one of them said, there's no way I will ever go do that. And I said, Well if you don't believe him, what are you worried about? And they just walked off. <laughs> 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 all right. So so that was just to kind of break the ice with you. All right. Um, did anybody save the sign, the iconic Stevenson restaurant sign?
1: So I got wind that the gentleman who is invigorating the Neon Museum okay, in Kansas City. Right. Did acquire that sign?
0: Oh, okay. Because they have the Italian. I think they have the Italian Garden sign as well. They have a plethora. It, yeah.
1: They have they have quite a few. Yeah, uh, which is incredibly impressive. And when I found out about it, somebody sent me the link for it, and of course, yeah. I just started tearing up. Oh, was yeah. just Like not sure if I could ever. Well, go I mean, see neon
0: it. was an art form back then. Oh, absolutely. And the Stevenson's. Um, you know, the, the big sign that you had. I mean, it was iconic. I mean, it, it was who you guys were.
1: It's, the big old pot. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was. Brings back the memories. Right. Sat right next to my great grandmother's house. All right.
0: so uh, some of the questions I got online were easily answered because there's a cookbook that there's, I think there's maybe uh, fifteen different printings of it. Um, I've had, so I see I have a recent one that somebody gave me one from I think the third printing that's probably about twenty five years old. Recipes Just twenty five? Yeah, and so it was an older one, you know, and it's um so a lot of these recipes are out there. But what you know, and being in the food business, I understand that the recipe is only about one third of, of what you need to know to make an amazing food, because there's technique involved, you know, and the quality and the ingredients, things like that. But um, so one of the, the the most common question I had, and Toby brought this up a while ago, is the pork chops. Now was, I've I've been told by several people that that Stevenson had the absolute best pork chops in the world.
1: You could cut it with the backside of a spoon.
0: Huh? Right. Okay, so um, not the seasoning. And so do you know what the secret was to the pork chops?
1: So we smoked them in its own juices. Okay. So in the pan, it would actually be sitting in the juices that they would cook in. Right. Um, maybe additional ingredient or two, possibly.
0: Okay, I was told by somebody that it was...
1: I, I want to say that is... Okay. That is right along the lines of it. Okay. I didn't know the specific name of the ingri- I wanted yeah. to say it was something along the lines yeah, of lard. Yeah, it was lard. Um, but, yeah. So, that next
0: cook that shared that with me.
1: Yeah. And so it was slow smoked. I mean, I think we smoked the pork chops for, if I remember right, between four and six hours. Yeah. If I remember correctly. I remember the brisket being about six to eight hours. Right. Chicken being about five to seven, maybe. Okay. Maybe four to six on the chicken as well. Depended on how many yeah. pans and stuff there were. I mean, it was a huge smoker. Yeah,
0: well, that's good, you know. But like on the pork chops, you know, cooking that in some lard in the smoker—that the was probably not mentioned in the recipe. You know, talking about that. that's that's a big step that helps make it so tender and juicy and things like that. Absolutely. And so, um, so I, I'm checking these off over here. So the apple butter. A lot of people talk about the Stevenson apple butter being so amazing. Any ideas what made that? Better above and beyond what traditional apple butter is
1: i mean everybody wants to say it say it and be be true but of course the love that we had my mom made it for many years personally okay um we made it in these giant copper kettle pots that had paddles and it was constantly being scraped off the side of the bowl so it was slowly moving at all times during the cooking process yeah so there was it was not stagnant whatsoever right so it started as whole apples and spices, and then just slowly broke down over that period of time. Yeah. It was a slow cook process, um, jarred by hand, small batches. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it was a pretty big batch. I mean, it, but a small with, batch with apple
0: butter, it's really as simple as of how much apples, how many apples you're going to use to make it. You know, the the cheaper, the cheaper, easier commercial way uses a lot less apples. Yeah. You know, because you know you can keep doing it and reducing it, reducing it, reducing it, and the flavor just gets better
1: and better. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Tons of cinnamon. Yeah. Tons of cinnamon. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, it was great.
0: Yeah. And because somebody online compared yours to another place, uh, their spicier version, just because of how much cinnamon you guys did. Best. Oh, ours was a
1: spicier version?
0: No, no. Um, the, somebody else made a regular and a spicy um, apple butter, and their spicy apple butter was almost comparable to yours just because this their spicy had more sentiment extra oh seminess. ours was zippy yeah it was yeah. real zippy i mean which which i absolutely love and respect on that one all right so these questions get a little bit harder just like okay. so, so you get i'm trying to build up over here
1: why can't this be who wants to be a millionaire
0: oh yeah all right so yeah yeah <laughs> then you'd really pass out all right so this is from a very important um a very valued friend of mine what's the secret to the smoke
1: gizzards can you be more specific?
0: Yeah, the, the the gizzards I was told that the gizzards that you guys had were absolutely amazing and they were tender. Was that the, probably the same as the pork chops and yes, smoking it with the with some of the pork lard.
1: If I want to say if I remember correctly, yes. Okay. A lot of the same styles uh with those with the gizzards okay. and the livers. And let me tell you, there have been no gizzards in my life that I've ever had like a Stevenson's. No.
0: You know, I can understand, you know, and for, for the listeners out there, if you like to cook or, or, or bake or things at home, the lard that was available back then is much different from the lard you buy commercially now. Correct. You know, so um, back then it was real lard. So if you go to the uh, grocery store and you buy something with a green label on it, it says lard, that is a hydrogenated fat and it's from commercial hogs, which has absolutely no flavor and nutritionally it's not as good as it was. That the lard back then were from field-raised farm hogs, and it wasn't just the fat, but it was the leaf lard. So there is one place in town you can still buy that.
1: Oh, it's do called,
0: tell. It's called Paradise Locker Meats up in Trimble, Missouri.
1: Paradise Locker Paradise, Meats? Paradise
0: Locker. It's up by Smithville Lake. It's the same place I buy my bacon and my sausage from. And so they actually uh, render that themselves, and it is true lard. So if if it, you, know, you hear stories about grandma making pies or pastries with real lard, Or somebody like you guys, you know, that's almost making like a a, like a duck confit, just make cooked in its own uh, duck fat. Mm -hmm. Do that with the pork chops. You want to get that. Don't use that junk that's in the grocery store because that junk in the grocery store is no worse than Crisco or those other hydrogenated fats that are incredibly bad for you. Yeah. So you know, so that's a good way of doing that. So um, I was, as we were talking, that that was um, our friend Jasper asked me that, wanted to know about the gizzards. So I think I know him. Yeah, yeah, I think you know him, too. So we'll do all that. Okay, so how many people, did you ever wait tables? Oh, did I? Okay, all right. So how many people do you think drank the lemon soup?
1: Oh, <laughs> oh, the finger bowls. Oh, yeah. oh the okay. finger bowls. All right. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh. You tell people what we're
0: talking about so they understand. The okay, so you.
1: at Stevenson's, back in the day, we had tiny little glass bowls. That we would serve hot water and a little piece of lemon in for after you were finished eating, little finger bowls. Right. So you could clean your hands. Right. Well, many, many people did not understand yeah. the directions that were given when it was placed on the table yeah. and they would pick it up and start to drink it like a little hot soup. Yeah. <laughs> if I had a dollar for anybody that did that, oh, I mean, and wow. you
0: waited till they were done to tell them, right? I mean, sometimes, Were you one of those waiters?
1: I mean, you know, it just depends on the timing. Uh, yeah. You know, sometimes you let the table tell them, whoa, whoa, you don't do yeah. that. You, you just don't do that. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you don't want to embarrass yeah. the table.
0: I got, I got a message from one lady. She said that um, she said she had her first date at stevenson's who oh, didn't you know and i said well i'll be sure to ask them about if they remember you and she goes well they probably will because i was the one that drank the lemon soup at the end of the meal <laughs> but then I've, I've i've probably gotten 60 or 7 messages from people that that accidentally did the same thing the first time they were in there
1: yeah we don't want to shame people
0: no oh yeah you did but yeah but you know i mean that's one of those funny stories that you kind of live with and you know you're having a good time you don't think about it because that wasn't normally done at places
1: no, it wasn't. But yeah. you know, that's the joy of people watching when you work in the restaurants.
0: Yeah, but you know, that's <laughs> I mean, it's funny thing. You know, back when I was a kid, you know, you went to Kentucky Fried Chicken. Their little wipes smelled like lemon.
1: Yeah, you know, oh yeah, the little towelettes, yeah, the moist towelettes. Yeah.
0: You know, I mean, that was that smelled natural and clean and all that kind of stuff, not like the antiseptic stuff you have now.
1: You're bringing me back. I forgot about. Well, the you bangles. know, it's,
0: it's funny how a simple memory like that or a, 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 a simple description like that brings back those memories.
1: I have to tell you, years ago, the cheese carrot on the green salad. I don't know if that's on your list. Okay, to talk uh, yes, about. Uh,
0: somebody somebody was upset that they were tricked into eating cheese because they thought it was a carrot.
1: They were upset? They yeah. wanted an actual carrot? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, most people would be the other way around. I know, right? Yeah. It's like, this okay, is well, Okay, describe what you're talking about. So okay, so it was a
1: soft cheddar cheese. Okay. I want to say it was a mild cheddar cheese. If anybody's listening and needs to correct, please call in or something. But um, we would mold it into the shape of a carrot, and they would take a toothpick and draw little lines on it. And mm-hmm. put a little sprig of parsley in the top of it, yeah. and it looked like a carrot. Now, this was oh, thank goodness this was not done during the Yelp and Google review time. But we took that cheese carrot off just to save some money about something, you know, just like oh, it doesn't nobody it's just cares. A nobody item. nobody we, notices that. We think yeah. that nobody cares. Well, we heard and people yeah. cared, and we had to bring that cheese carrot back faster.
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, people people love the little touch like that. Okay, Rocco, let's go ahead and open up the phone lines. All right, so the listeners out there, the telephone number is 913-586-7798. If you have an inside story or you had a good experience or you want to share something about Stevenson's Restaurant, that what year did you guys close? Uh,
1: the first day closed was February 12, 2007.
0: Okay. All right, I have um, also, if you have a question or a comment you want to send, text it in because you're shy, you're welcome to do that. The same phone number, 913-586-7798. Have one here that um, you'll like. Says, best to the Stevenson family from the Eddie's. Memories by the millions. Uh, Jim Eddie's a, a fantastic friend of the family.
1: Thank you so much. Says, Jim.
0: from the restaurant to picking peaches and apples, he said, Les, Lloyd, Wanda, and Mabel. Loved them all. It said, good luck to all of you and yours. Your family left an indelible mark on our town.
1: Indelible. Yes. You know, I, not you know, a word that's, you I mean, hear Jim, Jim's a
0: legend days. of his own. You know, for you know, we have somebody that's that he grew up in the restaurant business. You know, his dad, his dad had um, Eddie's Lounge and all that kind of stuff. But to have the respect and um, admiration of somebody like that—that—that that, that says a lot.
1: It means so much.
0: All right, okay. Somebody online just said something about their corn fritters is what what
1: they remembered. Oh, that's a, oh the corn fritters the corn
0: fritters. Okay, so is that like a hush puppy, or is
1: that? It could have been another version of our apple
0: fritters. Okay. So that, that do that different, you know? So you had a pretty good mem- uh,
1: uh, menu. So you had brisket. We had brisket, pork chop, steaks. We had fried chicken on Sundays. One of the largest shrimp in Kansas City that I'd had for years. Okay, giant prawn fried shrimp. Okay, um, of course, baked chicken and butter and cream. People are going to go nuts for that.
0: All right, so um, let's let's go back to that one.
1: Buttered buttercream, yeah.
0: Yeah. So the the uh, buttered chicken. Mm-hmm. You know what's interesting? Buttered chicken today is a totally different dish. Oh yeah, you know, Indian food, and all that kind of stuff, all the spices and all that kind of stuff. So what
1: was buttered chicken at Stevenson's? So it's a twice baked chicken. You bake it till the skin is crispy. Okay, and then you, as the recipe states in the cookbook, you pull it out of the oven, you coat it in the sauce that was that it's to prepare. Okay, you pop it back in the oven. You bake it till it's tender. That's it. That's it. All
0: right. I've got the cookbook. I've never... Yeah, I, I've seen that recipe, but I never thought anything about it. But, I mean, this week, probably 40 or 50 people commented about the buttered chicken.
1: Just one side note on the buttered chicken. I would say that the recipe in the cookbook might be lacking a little bit of salt. So okay. add a little bit more salt yeah. if you like a little bit more salt to your Well,
0: I would menu. hold off on that because a lot of the chicken nowadays... Are injected with a saline solution, yeah. And the, the chicken back then was a lot cleaner and fresher, that's true, you know. But, it, but, um, yeah, I'd, uh, just be aware of that, you know, because oh, yeah. we, we, we've 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 talked about fried chicken. Part of the reason fried chicken is, is not as good today is because the factory chickens they're growing faster.
1: Well, weird breeds. The trick with this specifically is that because it's baked second time in that sauce, mm-hmm. it can almost be washed out. So yeah. unless you have a good flavor yeah. in the sauce... So what part of the chicken was the chicken? it? Was it the
0: breast? Was it half a chicken, quarter chicken? Oh, we thigh served,
1: quarter? I mean, it was the whole chicken.
0: The whole chicken was the... For dinner? The butter, got, no, the butter you, chicken, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Either chicken dish for okay. dinner. If you came in and ordered either chicken dish, yeah. you got a leg, breast, wing, and a thigh. Unless you ordered all white meat or all dark meat. Okay. Then, so one of each. So half a chicken. You got a half a chicken. Okay. Quarter of chicken for lunch.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know on that one. Um so, on um, the listeners out there, if you have questions about specific dishes, so we talked about the uh, pork chops, uh, the frozen fruit salad, for some reason, I got a lot of questions about that. Yeah. And, and then that's, mm. in, that's in. Why was it called frozen fruit?
1: Because it had fruit and it was frozen.
0: You served it frozen or you bought it frozen?
1: Uh, no, we made it in house. Okay. And then we freeze it.
0: So, was it like a. Like
1: like a gelato, like an ice cream kind of thing? Was it? No. So the consistency almost, like before it freezes, it almost would resemble like a thick whipped cream. And then you would whip the mixture, fold into the fruit. Okay. And in, you know, your half sheet pans or whole sheet pans, Wilma, whenever she would make right. it. Right. It would put in those pans, you know, soft. Right. And then, of course, she would put the giant Concord grape, if I remember Concord grape. Okay. On each specific slice and then freeze it and then slice it after it's frozen. Okay. And it would sit in the freezer until we put it on that cold plate and it went out. Okay. So, that was that served as a dessert or oh, as a salad? Salad. Okay. That was one of the choices. We had a marshmallow fruit salad, a marshmallow cream salad, green salad, Caesar salad, and the frozen fruit salad. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, remember, this is coming from the decade when grandma used to sneak shredded carrots into the. Fruit cocktail jello that we serve. <laughs> so this, is, so no vegetables in your version, right? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's take um, take one quick phone call, Rocco. Let's go ahead and go to line one with Phil. Hello. Hi there, hi there, Phil. This what do you is have Phil for us?
2: Calling. This is Phil M LeBlanc calling. Um. Well, the, my main comment was about the figure bowls. Um, but I also have some criticism of Stevenson's, if you can handle it, but, but, but regarding the finger bowls, you know, those are a, uh, those are once a staple in the better Chinese restaurants. That's where I first encountered them. And by the way, I'm a really old guy. Um, <laughs> okay. but I first encountered the finger bowls in, 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 the better Chinese restaurants when I was a kid. But, um, uh, when there are not finger bowls, a discreet way to um, uh, cleanse one's hands at the table is you ask for a glass of ice water, and you use the condensation on the outside of the glass to wet your hands, and then, then clean them with your napkin.
1: You know, desperate times call and for desperate measures, yeah. Bill. And I, that's the one I've that's, used my time. Well,
2: that's not desperate. That's the that's the genteel way of of doing that. All right.
0: <laughs> and you had a suggestion now, or criticism for the restaurant? I think the word was well, grimace. Well,
2: you know, I don't want to, I don't want to break your, um,
1: Bust my you chops, know, uh,
2: uh, walnuts, but, um, um, I mean, I have, we're talking about Stevenson's Old Apple Farm, right? Correct. Or not? We are. Okay. And I have dined there on occasion and I've taken parties there. Uh, um, I took my parents there once and, and groups of friends. And the food is wonderful, okay? No quibble with the food. But my impression of the service is unfortunately tarnished by the last time that we were there. And maybe the waiter was having a bad day. Everybody gets to have a bad day. But we quickly learned that when we asked uh, the waiter to bring something like uh, uh, more butter, please, or water, or what have you, um, and he said, "Yes, I'll 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 bring that." We had to follow up and say, "Will you be bringing it today?"
1: That's very disappointing, you know, Phil. I'm really sorry that you'd never had an opportunity after that occasion to be able to come uh-huh. back in and have a different experience.
2: Well, oh, no, but, but that's but you know that's the way business works.
1: No, bad no, right, well, oh, Hold, hold on, all right, Phil. It thanks thanks is, a lot for calling.
3: Uh, sorry, Thaddeus, I thought that was going to turn around at some so, point. I apologize. Yeah, so,
0: Thaddeus, how long have you been closed?
1: uh 16 and a half years
0: okay uh phil i think it's time to let go of that and if that was the last time you had bad service at any restaurant you've lived a charmed life <laughs> so thank you phil for for calling in with that
1: appreciate you listening phil
3: yeah
0: well,
1: my favorite
3: restaurants personally
0: yeah all right thank you all right so uh real quick um if you have a random question about an old restaurant or bar from back in the day now would be a great time to call in we still have i think about four more lines open we'll get to that Rocco's amazing, but please be patient because he's the only Rocco I have answering the phone lines. Then we'll put you on hold and get to you as soon as we can. Now, if you love food and want to become a part of the process, be sure to follow Best Regards Bakery and Cafe. The number one way is to sign up for our email newsletter at makethemsmile.com. That's the website for my bakery, Best Regards. In top left hand corner, there's the email newsletter. If you do that, you would have found out that um, what the special is for the week, who the guest is that I have coming up, and um, different things like that. Number two, follow us on Facebook. We have about 15,000 followers on Facebook. I like to interact with that, get feedback on the guests that's coming up, and also I look for ideas on products for us to have at the bakery. So be sure to follow us there as well. Now, if you've been putting off going to Best Regards Bakery and Cafe, now's going to be a great time to go. If we've learned anything on this show, it's not to take anything or anyone for granted. And if you had signed up for the emails uh, previous to last week, you would have known that today is going to be the last day that we're giving away a free strawberry shortcake with any meal. Now, it's not just any strawberry shortcake. We make the vanilla scone from scratch, and then we also make our strawberry glaze that you could probably do shots of. It's absolutely wonderful. has the flavor of strawberries, no corn syrup or anything artificial like that. Then our Paradise Bacon Grilled Cheese has probably been the most popular this week as well as the BLT and Turkey Club. So come out and see us. Then, lastly, don't forget the best regards as your number one bakery for sweet treats. Our top and most popular right now is going to be our, uh, Carrie's Famous Lemon Bars. We have over 18 different quarter pound cookies that we make from scratch. Each one is a recipe that's totally different that I created myself to maximize what that is. Giving the idea on the oatmeal cookies, I actually toast the oatmeal before making the dough. So come out and see us. Love to visit with you. We're at 119th in Glenwood in Overland Park, Kansas, which is about two blocks east of Metcalf. We're open today till two. So come out and see us. Share some stories. Give me some leads. All right. As soon as Rocco gets off the line, answer in the other one. Um, Rocco, let's go ahead and go to line two with Roy, and see if we have something constructive here.
4: Well, I don't know how constructive. I I uh, got a job as a busboy at the Stevenson's at 40 Highway and Old Lee Summit Road between my junior and senior year of high school and worked doing that for three years. So I have a lot of memories. Um, I use the uh, cookbook that I bought in the gift shop to this day, uh, have baked, made the baked chicken and butter and cream, the green rice casserole, and the uh, frozen fruit salad, I always serve as a dessert and people love it. But probably my fondest memory was in mid-July of 1969, uh, the twins were there, Les and Lloyd, and I don't remember which one, but one of them got on the PA system in the restaurant and announced to the guests, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the United States astronauts have landed on the moon, and we are going to watch the first steps upstairs in the quilting room. You are all invited to join us. But if you choose to stay at your tables, you'll be on your own because all of the staff will be upstairs watching the astronauts on the moon. And virtually all of the guests went upstairs with the staff and we saw the uh, One Step for Mankind oh, that's uh, landing together. Yeah, it was. And like I said, I have so many other memories of Stevenson's um, late 90s. My sons took me there for Father's Day and uh, my wife and I dated eating at Stevenson's. So just lots and lots of memories, uh, most of them fond, you know, <laughs> but it was a good place to work. Many hours standing in the hallway folding napkins.
1: <laughs> oh oh let me tell you, Roy, you and I have shared that same spot of folding napkins in that hallway. Thank you so yep. much for those memories. That is incredible. I'd never heard about that experience in nineteen sixty nine before until this day.
0: Oh, that's absolutely amazing. Yep. I mean, think about that. I mean, watching one of the most iconic moments in the history of our country at an iconic restaurant that took the time to share that with everybody. It's not something you yep.
4: forget. No, And we all have those times in our lives when we say, I remember where I was on such and such a date. Well, because of that, I can always remember where I was when the astronauts first walked on the moon.
1: Bringing Uh, a tear to my eye, Roy. All right. For all you listeners out
0: there, that's the kind of uh, phone call that I absolutely love. You know, reminiscing about the good old days and things like that. Roy, thank you for turning things around. Uh, You made both of our days.
4: You're welcome. Have a good one. All right.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, Bye. Rocco. Let's go ahead and go to line three with Kate. She has some inside dirt on Thaddeus.
1: Kate, are are you there? I am. Oh wait, is this is this the Katie that I think it is?
5: Um, it probably is. Yeah, Katie. All right, oh, all right. All right, right.
0: Before he interrupts, give us a good story about Thaddeus at the restaurant.
5: Oh, I have what plethora of them. Um, so Thaddeus is my cousin. <laughs> So we also grew up at the restaurant. Um, Thaddeus mentioned his three siblings and then my brother. um, It was the two of us. And between the six cousins, there was no more than a year apart between any of us. So we really all six, like really grew up together. And um, we used to spend all the day, summer days at Stevenson's restaurant. That was kind of our daycare center. And We would play games. We'd play tag and hide-and-seek through the kitchen Do
1: you remember do you remember crawling under the booth in the cupboard when we had to decorate for Christmas?
5: Oh, yeah, and then finding the decorations and then playing in those in the little house attic. <laughs> um, yeah, but and normally when you play hide-and-seek as kids you like to be the kid that likes to hide because it's more fun and then you can sit there and do nothing to just try to be quiet, but when we played you wanted to be the person that was it because you had free reign of the kitchen, and every time you pass the fritter station, you could grab one and eat it while you're trying to find all the other people that were hidden. So it was it was a lot of fun, and I got married there on the back patio, and the same thing rolled napkins in the hallway. I've been a hostess there. We've had baby showers there. Um, yeah, it was a huge part of the family. But and you're doing fantastic, studies, by the way.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I
1: love you.
0: He was so nervous when he got here. I can uh, hear it. Yeah, that, that, which is hilarious. I mean, he's so outgoing. You know, I, I I don't think I've ever in my entire life met a shy bartender.
5: <laughs> That's that can be Fatty. If He goes from one extreme to another really quick. As soon as you get him comfortable, then he'll take off.
0: Uh-oh. Oh, all right. Well, thanks thanks for the war- <laughs> thank you for the warning, Katie. I appreciate you calling in.
5: Not a problem. Good job, Fatty. Keep it up. Thank love you. Love
0: you. All right. You know, Thaddeus, I just have an absolute soft spot for family-owned restaurants, and it's not just because I have one. But even when I was was growing up in Wichita, there were certain restaurants that, you know, you know who the the family-owned restaurants were because they had a table up front where the kids were doing their homework and running around, and uh, the the true family-owned restaurants, the kids could work at any age because labor laws don't apply to family.
1: And there's something else, another element to the family-owned restaurants. There's a way that you feel. When you're there, and then no. after you walk out of there?
0: W- with Without a doubt.
1: Now, what's, second in, what's interesting about a
0: family-owned then. restaurant is that not every employee was family. You know, you had cooks, you had other people and other waiters. But when you have that environment, they're like family. You know, my daughter, she's, I think, 23 now. And, uh, you know, she grew up in the business, so I remember she was running the front register at, when she was like four years old. And back then you had to look for, check for the signature on credit card, stuff like that. But so she's always grown up, in, you know, in the business doing pretty much everything. And I remember when we moved to the current location about oh, 13, 14 years ago, so that made her about 10 years old. She trained every new employee we had because every job we had, you know, so I mean, she's she's gone now. She works at KU, uh, KU Med, but it's we still have that same atmosphere. And I, I search out restaurants that have that, you know, that same family atmosphere. And you know, we just I got I got to say we just lost one of those this last weekend. Uh Genghis Khan Mongolian Grill on 30, 39th Street closed.
1: My family dined there for many oh, many Oh, I mean years. it was
0: I, it was I was heartbroken when they lost me. That was a family restaurant. We've been going to one of their restaurants for over 30 years.
1: Did you know that they used to have one of the best tiramisus I'd ever had?
0: Oh, really? I, I knew they had it on the dessert line, you know. My sister the, and I
1: would love that tiramisu. Oh, I
0: I never had time for that or room for that because oh, their Mongolian barbecue and so we follow them around. And so the last day, you know, I went to go see uh, Ling, you know, the, the owner of that. And it's just it's it's it breaks your heart to lose a family institution like that. And so that's really the first time that that I lost a restaurant that felt to me like Stevenson's felt to thousands of people
1: in Kansas City. It's a feeling that you don't expect.
0: Yeah. You know, so I'm I'm, I'm sure it's it's I see both sides of it, too you know, for the family that it leaves an empty spot in your life and in your heart, you know, but, and you touch thousands of lives, you know, so what I got to say, the lesson I learned, it was uh, because through my show, I hear all these stories that touches so many people. And so I know what it means. And so we've, we've always tried to eat local. Uh, We've always done that as a small business owner, but since doing the show back in January, we've changed, we fine-tuned where we eat even more. I search out the the family owned restaurants that has that atmosphere because I don't want to be talking about them being gone ten years from now if I'm when I'm still doing the show.
1: It could be even six months from now. Oh yeah, you we know, I mean, don't know. I
0: mean, the, the market is br- is brutal. It's it's the toughest it's ever been. You know, I mean between the uh, the price of ingredients, you know, utilities. I mean, this heat wave that's coming up next week is going to cost me probably five hundred dollars more in electricity next week than it would than it would be without that heat wave. You know, so, I mean, there's a couple of restaurants. Um, I'm trying to think. So I was trying to think to be a little bit more proactive. So there's Los Alamos um, down um, by, it's right next door to Westside Local, family-owned oh, restaurant. Oh, Los Alamos. Oh, yes, they I, have
1: some of the best chilaquiles. Oh, my
0: goodness. You know, if I had to, pick, if I had to pick one restaurant right now that's, that is like Genghis Khan and like Stevenson that I absolutely have to support, it's them. So I'm going to make sure absolutely whether I'm in the area or not, I'm going to go there a minimum of twice a month because that, that's, that's important to me. So if you had to pick one restaurant in town that's that that hits your – pulls on your heartstrings the same way, who would that be?
1: Oh, gosh.
0: You want to think about that?
1: You know, it's, it's going to be a strange one. Uh, just south of 36 and Broadway, there okay. is this little restaurant, um, Peking Express – run by Heidi and her husband she's been there oh so many years I want to say it's around 20 or so and I started dining there years ago moved out of the city for about six years came back she was open walked in just said hi she was like I remember you you're the Stevenson's kid she was like combination fried rice yeah with broccoli yeah no peas." like, that's me, Heidi. Yeah. See, I love that. You know, that's, I mean, that's what you get from those places.
0: You know, they they know, they know what to give you a hard time about, you know, that they know what your favorite foods are. I mean, you become family with them, right? Speaking of family, uh, Rocco, let's go and go to line one. It's somebody I consider like family. I, I, um, I consider him a mentor of mine. Jasper, good morning.
6: Good morning. How are you all? Oh, good.
1: Good morning, Jasper.
6: You know, I absolutely love this show and listen every week. And I'll tell you what, this is one of the best, again, because seriously, you have brought on someone from the most iconic and historical restaurant in Kansas City. And to me, it was my absolute favorite. When you started talking about the cheddar carrots and all that and uh, the apple cider and all, man, don't get me started.
1: You know, um... I, th- I feel like we're getting a lot of Kansas City started. And, uh, you know, Jasper, I got a crazy idea. I don't know if you're down for this. But uh, how would you feel about maybe doing a Stevenson's dinner at Jasper's?
6: Are you serious? Question mark. A supper club. <laughs> this would be perfect. I mean, your mom could come in and do the apple fritters. Maybe even make some apple butter, the fried chicken or ham steak. Oh, oh that, that would be awesome. Don't even get me started, my friend. Are you kidding? My kitchen—I think they can handle it. The guys will be—they'll—they'll they'll get into this for a supper club. Yeah,
0: for the listeners out there, this is Jasper Morable, an absolutely fantastic Italian restaurant, an institution in this town. And every so often, he does at some themed dinners at the restaurant. Are you serious? You would consider doing this?
6: We will do a supper club. Let's plan. On I don't know I gotta look at the books we haven't had the supper club for October planned yet we do one every month a different theme and can you imagine this I mean the room only seats forty five I don't know I mean that that <laughs> room maybe we <we'll> have to <laughs> close down the road that night and make it a Stevenson's pop up can you just imagine I mean the people listening to this show alone will sign up for oh, it Oh yeah
0: and, All right so Jasper oh, I- firm up the date. And uh, you don't even have to have the menu firmed up. Just get the date. And uh, will you be able to take reservations for that? As as oh, yeah. Okay, We're, We'll
6: set it up online on our website okay. and all that.
0: Let me know, apple and I'll, I'll put the word me, out on the show.
6: I'll get the apple cider. I'm telling you right now, I cannot wait. <laughs> this is so exciting. Let's Vegas, do it, Jasper. Good luck. Thank you, guys. Hey, Love you. Hey, Thank hey, you. Love you, boss. Hey, Jasper, did you hear our
0: discussion about the gizzards?
6: Oh, yes, because it came up at the restaurant this week. Sarah Reed was going crazy about the gizzards and the livers. I said, that's my favorite. But I never knew they were smoked, Sarah. And she said, oh, yes, they were. You got to find out about the recipe. And she put it on uh, Facebook last night. I was watching. I was following you all.
0: Yeah. So did you catch the secret, though, about cooking it almost like confit style with the lard?
6: I had no idea about that. Yeah. Well, somebody old school you would never imagine back then. They did. Oh, I know.
0: So um, I I learned that trick with the – I spoke to somebody uh, a couple days ago about the pork chops. That's what made that so tender and juicy.
6: Mm, Oh, boy. Well, I don't don't know if the kitchen can handle it. We'll have to figure it out. We'll have to get your mama back there in that kitchen, your family.
1: I'll jump around the kitchen and see what I can do, too.
6: (laughs) All right. Uh, Now, wait a second. I got to tell you something real quick. He has been in the kitchen with his – Apple Fritters and his mom making a special delivery there. So I could tease everybody. I have had them in the past uh, few years.
1: Well, let's do it. This is October, a couple months away. We're going to eat some Stevenson's food.
6: All right, good. Hey, I love it. Thank
0: you, guys. All right, so everybody, you heard it here first. As soon as Jasper and Thaddeus get me the date, the details on that, I'll announce it here on the show. And it will be limited seating. And so it's um, it may be one night, it might be two nights
1: to see what happens
0: yeah we'll we'll see if we can get that scheduled because it's um Marilyn May wasn't planning on coming to Kansas City she was on my show for half an hour and so she booked a concert and she ended up having to book two nights at the Folly on that one so uh, that that's that's so cool with Jasper I mean he's got the space on that one and he's going to have to try to, to, to figure out a way to seat a little bit more than the 45 people for that
1: we'll see what we can do yeah
0: we'll, we'll get that figured out so that's awesome so we'll get the details on that one thank you Jasper if you're still there You're the best. All right, Rocco, let's go and go to line two with Terry. Terry, what do you have for us? Good morning.
1: Good morning, Terry. I just
7: wanted to say how much Stevenson's Restaurant meant to me growing up, and it was my favorite place to go for my birthday. And so every year we would go to Stevenson's, and my favorite part was getting to have a little apple cider before we ate, and, of course, just the little things like the finger bowls was something that you never had anywhere else. And my favorite um, my favorite dish was the brisket. And the reason I liked it was because it was just about the brisket. There wasn't a lot of barbecue sauce. You know, it just was all about the meat. And um,
1: You were not wrong about fritters,
7: that. Yeah. And the apple fritters were, of course... You know my favorite, so I just wanted to say thank you so much. Great memories, and I miss the restaurant.
0: You're yeah. welcome. Thank Ter- you, we Terry, miss you Did you hear the previous caller with Jasper?
7: I did. Yeah. yeah. A- so uh, can I get on that list, please?
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> well, as soon as Jasper has it, the, the date picked out, they got to put it on their online uh, reservation system. And so it'll fill up fast.
1: Please don't call the restaurant, Kansas City. Don't call the restaurant yet.
0: I, 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 Just um, wait
1: for an announcement.
0: Well, so they don't have it there. So I'll announce. <laughs> I'll give out uh, Jasper's personal cell phone at the end of the show. Oh, so, 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 <laughs> yeah, that, that was Thaddeus's suggestion. So we'll be able to do that one. So um, if you don't want to wait till Saturday, sign up for my email at uh, make them So as soon as I get the word from that, if it's on a Tuesday, I will send that email out. So probably okay. the the 10,000 people that I have getting the email will probably fill that class pretty fast.
1: Thank you for your memories, Terry.
7: Yes. Oh, yes. Thank you so much. And I so appreciate you being on the show so that it can bring out back some wonderful memories for me.
0: All right. That, that was fantastic. Thank you, Terry. Thanks. Uh, but now, Thaddeus, isn't that just cool? I mean, it's just that's what food does. And then you have the people and the memories that go with it that just that that we have all these memories buried that we think are gone forever.
1: You know, it's it's compartmentalized. You know, maybe the cat pushed it off the table of your mind yeah. and it's just yeah. on the floor. Yeah. And then eventually you just pick it up and you're like, oh, yeah, that's you know, that cause, my brain. Because,
0: you know, if, if I would have pulled people, I said, what do you remember? Nobody would have listed the the lemon water. Nobody would have mentioned the frozen fruit salad. But as soon as that came back, they flashed back. flashbacks like, oh, my gosh. And, and so many of these people I probably remember that they almost drank that. And they're thinking, thank goodness somebody else. <laughs> You know, stop me <laughs> before I did it.
1: Thankfully, I watched somebody else make the mistake yeah, and not I, me. <laughs> oh, that's
0: the kind of thing I, I have a nightmare of. You know, it's like, you know, you, you always, when you go to a fancy restaurant, you know, you wait to see what everybody else does. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's something that somebody, you know, your your Uncle Bill would have led you astray and start sipping on it. You say, all right, that's what I do.
1: Oh, yeah, exactly. Pranksters. What are you going to yeah.
0: do? Yeah, so that's fine. Bobby, is, is, isn't is that heartwarming to hear these, though?
1: It uh, Incredibly.
0: Okay, all right. So the, the last question I have is about the brisket. That you have. Shoot. And I had several people that commented about the rub, the spice rub that you had. Yeah. was fantastic. And you guys sold that for a while. Oh, we did. Right. But it's no longer available.
1: I'm not going to say not currently available. Well, I'll say not currently available.
0: Right. Yeah. It's um, not currently available. Is, is that something that... So there's the seasoning for the green rice
1: We casserole. had the, the green rice casserole, chicken seasoning, pork chop seasoning, brisket, Vinegar and oil. Okay, so dressing. how long has it been since you've sold those spices
0: in the in the stores, like the green rice casserole? Ten years?
1: Oh, it's been more than that in stores and okay. retail.
0: Somebody sent me a private message saying, hey, I still have two pack packages of the green rice casserole s- spices. Can I use that?
1: Okay, <laughs> is that today or is that... No, the, no, I got uh, that. Okay, I got previously. that earlier in the okay. week, yeah. If they're listening... I would love to have one of those packets. Please bring that into Jasper's restaurant, one hundred and third State Line, if possible. But you don't know what's in it. I. It's not a matter of not knowing what's in it. It's a matter of taking the original spices, getting them into the proper people's hands, right. and recreating that exact blend.
0: So, so you're saying that that blend that you sold to make it is different from the spices in the recipe in your recipe book? No. Yes. <laughs> No, so, yeah, so it but is yes. different. Yeah, <laughs> see, see, that's that's why I say you know the rest. I don't care this about the mystery the recipe, of family but, restaurants. We yeah. we have to say yes and no yeah, at okay. the same time. So on the, on the brisket spice rub, do you have access to what's in that? The primary ingredients.
1: I mean, we you, can get access. Okay, I mean, you know, access okay. is attainable.
0: Okay, if you're going to sell it, then I don't want to see it. If you don't think you don't really see a scenario where you're going to sell the spices, I'd love to talk to you about that.
1: You're not going to see it.
0: I'm not? Not Well, that sucks. All right. Well, sorry Thaddeus has to leave the show. He's no longer going to be available. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Rocco, let's go ahead and go to line one with
3: Richard. Good morning, gentlemen. Well, hi there. What do you have for us? Well, I'm one of the many that get on the bandwagon of this this uh, memory of, of Stevenson's. Our family would always go there for any big special occasion. It was uh, Father's Day, Mother's Day, whatever it might be, birthdays, et cetera. Grand high school graduations was always where we went. I worked at a little hardware store up the street, and we were your your go-to place for uh, for getting all the repairs done by your great uh, maintenance guys. Uh, but the thing that I've, I've been able to thankfully keep getting is, is the Stevenson cider comes out every fall. I know it's not you guys making it; somebody else making it, but it's still got that almost exact same flavor. Um, you only get it like two months out of the year, but yep. uh, I make sure that I buy a couple of them extra and put them in the freezer so that I've got it year round. Exactly, um, that's the way to do and it. And yeah, and it's 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 just great. But also, we had a uh, we have some other we have two other couples that are Independence resident or Independence natives. and and uh, twice a year, we do a Stevenson themed uh, uh, dinner where everybody makes something that comes from the cookbook or that they remember. When
0: when do you um, do this?
3: We do this just, just amongst ourselves a couple times a year. All right. Um, somebody makes the brisket. Somebody makes the chicken. Somebody makes the pork chops. The, I'm glad to hear what it is about the pork chops because we've never quite mastered that. So now I can pass that along.
0: Yeah. Don't you like the way I kind of slipped that in and, and got confirmation of that?
3: Yeah, I mean now that's I huge. To and get the lard.
0: Yep, yep. I'm I'm going to be doing well. They deliver to me because I buy so much bacon. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get some delivered to me and try that. But that totally makes sense.
1: I'm gonna have to skim some lard off of you. All
0: right, I'll. I'll, yeah. I'll all right, yeah. You know, okay, Thaddeus, you help me with that that rub. I'll get you. Some, I'll I'll give you some of that that. <laughs> I had a feeling there was going to be a trade oh, in there hell, somewhere. Yeah, this is America. <laughs> you know, I'll take care of you. You take care of me. Quit Hey, hey Richard. So I, my email is Robert. At MakeThemSmile.com. So next time you and your neighbors have that get-together, I'll I'll bring dessert.
3: Oh, my goodness. You've just made our, our millennium.
1: Maybe, he'll, <laughs> maybe he can bring his Stevenson along, too.
3: Yeah. There we go. Thaddeus, yeah. we'd be glad to have well, you, Mike. Well, Thaddeus my is folks, on probation right
0: phone? now, so it's yet to be seen if he's going to get anything else from me.
3: My, my folks went to school with the twins. So uh, that you know, we go back a, a many, 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 many years. So right well, on. Good. Thanks for having the show, Robert. Well, we th- really
0: thank you, it. Richard. I really appreciate you calling. That was nice. pretty productive. Thanks. Thanks to you and your family. Right.
1: You're welcome. Thank you, Richard. Have a great one.
0: We'll see if I get invited to that get-together. But That sounds like fun.
1: I better hear about it.
0: Yeah. Well, see, he's excited about the pork chop, too. Because, you know, see that, the, that, that, you know, they say devil's in the details, and people obsess over getting, getting recipes, you know, online. say, like, you know, give me the recipe, give me the recipe. He's like, the recipe is only one-third of what you need to know. You know that that the most important, it's, and it's the the least of the of the three factors. Technique, yeah, the technique, and there's always something there involved, you know. But fortunately, I had a listener, a follower on social media that was a little more forthcoming than you were. I'm going to go track that 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 gentleman down and see if he can give me some information on the on the rub. The first one gets to, the first one to give me that information, whether it's you or him on the brisket rub, I'll take care of. <laughs> So yeah, I always need a backup source just to keep you honest that.
1: No, it's a race. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Well, so is there any store, are there any stories that we haven't touched on or maybe that one of the listeners or somebody else has kind of triggered in you that you want to share?
1: Oh my goodness. Um, you know, when my cousin called in, she talked about getting married there. It just reminded me of all the people that got engaged there, all the special occasions. Um, I think it's everything. It means so much to me that this has been on people's minds and lips for 16 and a half years that it hasn't been around. Yeah. Um, So I'll probably spend a few moments in the car after this, you know, just crying a little bit. But they're happy tears. Um, Doesn't it feel good? It feels really good. Yeah. A little overwhelming.
0: Yeah, you know those Incredible of us day. that own restaurants like this, we put our heart and soul in it, and you know, and your your greatest fear is that when you disappear, nobody's going to notice or they're not going to care.
1: That's yeah, that's you hit that nail on the head. You know,
0: and it's just it, it doesn't matter. Just because you have customers doesn't mean they care and that they're going to miss you. You know, and so last Saturday, I specifically went into Genghis Khan and spent some time talking to to Ling, explained to her how much she meant to us. You know, and it's just, it, it made a, it made a, it had a huge impact because you think, but you don't know, you know, and it's, and it's, I want you and your mom, you know, and your other family members, you know, that, that weren't here today to understand that the legacy that started with your grandparents, you know, and carried on by all of the other family members that were involved in the restaurant, uh, you carried out a legacy that made a difference to this town. You know, to have somebody like Jasper that has, I mean, he has his own legacy, you know, but for him to step up and just have so much respect for the the restaurant that your grandparents started, uh, that says so much, you know, because it's not about pretension or anything else. It's about the values that your whole family carried out. You know, you take, you took care of people, you know,
1: my heart is full today.
0: Oh yeah. As, as it should be. You know, I mean, just uh, that's well, uh, when you told me you were nervous, I was laughing because it's like, that's not what you should be worried about. <laughs> you know, don't be nervous about what's going to come up. And, you know, I mean, there, there's always going to be the fills of the world, you know, that don't have a clue what the values are and what really matters to all of us. You know, I mean, there's literally thousands of people out there that you guys touched, you know, and there's other restaurants that try to carry on those same values, you know, and for Jasper to take time out of his. I mean he's got a full calendar. I mean he's got he's, he he could do anything he wants with all the schedule the schedule that he has. You know, he has such a loyal following and for him to take one of the special supper clubs or dinners and do it to honor the Stevensons, I mean that's that means a lot. You know, and that's that's a sign of respect that he has for the legacy that your family has left. So I I I think that's just absolutely amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, so I won't I won't make you talk too much more.
1: Oh, no, I'm so, great.
0: So, it, so it's um, when we're uh, later this weekend. I will, e- uh, I will email you a copy of some of the text line. There's some other ta- um, texts on there that talked about how much your family meant to everybody.
1: That would mean the world.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so uh, maybe we'll have if you can talk your mom into coming to her senses and joining us. Maybe we can do another show. Possibly. You know, talking about it, and uh, maybe we'll do it after the dinner that you're going to do with Jasper.
1: Well, I have to thank you, Kansas City.
0: All right. So, okay, be sure to come by and see us at Best Regards Bakery and Cafe. We're at 119th and Glenwood in Overland Park, which is about two blocks east of Metcalf. We're across from the Cheesecake Factory next door to Johnny's. We're open every Saturday from 8 o'clock to 2 o'clock, Monday through through Friday, 8 to 5. But don't forget, our kitchen closes at 3. Even though this is our 30th year in business, we still strive to get better. And as a result of this show, we now better understand what it takes to stand the test of time and to be remembered. Today's show is a good example. Like a lot of restaurants that we talk about here on the show, Sherry and I are always there to visit with you and also hear your ideas for a future show. Lastly, don't forget that this and all of our past shows are available worldwide on all podcast platforms. Just search for Kansas City Food Memories. Thank you, Thaddeus. I appreciate you coming in today.
1: You're welcome. Thank you. That
0: was fun. And thank all you listeners out there. And we'll see you next Saturday at 10 a.m.
6: This concludes this broadcast of Kansas City Food Memory.